Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plushcare. Plushcare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to the Cosmic Road Trip Podcast. A podcast about all things spiritual, mystical, witchy, and woo-woo, designed for the modern babe. Each week, we will dive deep into the nitty-gritty of ancient energy systems and modern-day modalities. This podcast is for the dreamers, visionaries, changemakers, and risk-takers. Life's too short to be boring, so be prepared for fresh opinions, taboo topics, and unfiltered conversations. We created this podcast because we're obsessed with elevating and expanding our lives. We want to bring you along as we unearth helpful practices and topics that you can utilize to do the same. So if you're ready for some fun, jump in, turn up the volume, and let your co-hosts, Brittany Donalds and Aaron Munoz, guide you through the universe. Hello, beautiful babes. How are you? How's your week going? I hope you're having a good day. I'm feeling a little... A little bit out there. I was having tech support issues with my mic earlier this week, so I'm recording later in the week than what I normally do. And now I'm in a time crunch. I usually have stuff kind of prepped and ready to go, but it is what it is. Tomorrow we leave for Aaron's bachelorette party. So I was getting my nails done today. I picked up my bridesmaid stress, all of those kind of things. And then I have Zumba here shortly and then need to come home and pack because we leave at 8 a.m. tomorrow. So feeling they're all very, very good things, but just feeling very busy. So and on top of that, we're having a heat advisory, heat warning here in Kansas. So we have my in-laws dog here and he is a barker and he's got a very loud bark. So If he barks in the background, I apologize, but we're just going to roll with it because that's life. So other than that, did you guys all survive the last full moon in Aquarius? I think it was the, I can't remember the exact date, the 22nd or 23rd. It was kind of a crazy um, energy and it is rolling out big, big things. Um, For my, my chart, it's definitely hitting 
and closing out some karma, which is fun and good, but you kind of have to read the last chapter to close it out kind of deal. So that was kind of coming up and all of the fun things and lots of other good things have been happening. So I can't really complain, but it's been a lot. And so I hope you're, you know, doing well. I posted something about the full moon the other day and I had so many messages about people having crazy dreams, not being able to sleep, or if they slept, they still felt tired the next day and, you know, crazy stuff happening. So I hope you've survived it. And here we are. I think the rest of 2021 is going to be pure magic, but I want to go ahead and just jump into today's episode. Obviously, like I said, I have to run the Zumba. So we're going to try to make this a shorter one. I'm doing an FAQ for the last episode of the Money Mindset series. I had some more questions come through and these are, I picked two questions that I seem to get a lot, even outside of asking you guys what questions you have about money. So I'm going to try to keep the answers shorter than normal, but we'll see where we're at. So question number one, somebody had listened to the specific and non-specific manifestor episode. I don't know what episode number it is, but it's about human design. And if you are a specific or non-specific manifestor, I'm not going to go too far into it or explain how to find it because it's in that episode, but there are two types of manifestors in human design. So you can put your birth chart in and or birth information and find out. And If you are a specific manifester, you are to make lists and get detailed and down to the nitty gritty. And if you're non-specific, you are someone who does really well more with kind of, I don't want to say completely like generalities, but very open and very feelings based. So the question was, you know, how do you manifest money? When you're a non-specific manifester, but I thought I would touch on two just so everyone kind of knows. So obviously, if you're a specific manifester and you want to start manifesting, I don't know, $10,000 months, you actually write, I would like $10,000 months or I would like to make 100K in my business. I'm making 100K in my business. I'm manifesting 100K in my business. You know, you can set numbers around things like um, customers or clients or projects or anything that you work on, promotions, anything. If you're, you're in corporate America, any of those kind of things, it's very specific. You can get detailed. You can say, I want, you know, to start making $5,000 in my small business boutique that I have. And I want to also you know, make $5,000 and have a full-time job because I like the idea of having two income streams. You can get detailed, whatever feels good, as detailed as you want. Non-specific manifestors are someone who is about the feeling. So I am one. So I I understand that it can feel kind of weird to, to try to manifest money, but I know that money for me is about freedom. It's about ease and relaxing. So I always just say more money. I don't necessarily say a set number. Like I would like to manifest more money. Like I'm so grateful for the money I have. I would like more money. And it opens up that gate. I, you know, want to feel free with my financial choices. I 
would like to feel abundant with my bank account. Things like that is how you can set up your manifestation list as a nonspecific manifester in money. So find something that, you know, I, you know, feel really good when my 401k is maxed out or whatever. You don't have to put a detail on it. You can put some in there, especially if it feels good, but you don't have to. It's about feeling into that manifestation. So specific, get detailed as you want, nonspecific, find the feelings that tie into how you think you would feel with that money and start to kind of put that into some sort of terms or write it on a, on a list. Okay. Um, number two, it said, I feel her question was, I feel bad about my debt. What do I do? And she didn't necessarily put what kind of debt, but if I had to imagine, it's probably some sort of credit card debt, maybe car debt. And the person that kind of switched this for me was Amanda Francis. She had said, debt's not bad. I think the way she says it, debt's not bad. It's just a choice to pay something off in the future. And when I really worked around that, I kind of thought about some things that helped I guess, like, get me out of it. So, or get me out of my head. So, for example, you can just about anywhere go and say that you have a mortgage and nobody gives you a side eye about, like, that is 110% probably most people's biggest debt. Obviously, there's probably some doctors and things, lawyers that probably have, maybe their debt is more than, than what they pay in that. But usually if somebody has a home loan, it's, a few hundred thousand dollars, you know, a couple, even if it's a hundred thousand, even, you know, like that's a lot of money and nobody cares if you have a mortgage. Nobody thinks you're bad with money if you have a mortgage, but yet people will feel weird and kind of crunchy around having debt, like a car payment or even, you know, credit cards, but it's okay for us to decide to pay for something over a period of time if we choose to when everyone thinks that it's okay and it's apparently not okay to decide to pay for something over time when other people don't approve of it which I just like as soon as I kind of made that I was like oh yeah I mean who cares kind of deal and obviously like if you're somebody that's going out and wasting your money just to waste it and it's not on things that you care about that's probably a limiting belief that you need to work through but if you're buying a vacation and you really want to go and you know that you can make some credit card payments over the next year or two to pay it off and it's what you want to do, there's nothing wrong with that. The memories made are an investment and it's okay. If you hire a coach and you put it on the credit card and knowing that what you take from that is going to expand you, up-level you, you know, help you make more money, like what's wrong with that? It's the same thing. Like everyone automatically assumes that your house is going to make money and like it's some sort of asset. But I know people that have lost money on their houses, especially obviously during the recession, like people had bought houses they couldn't afford and then the market tanked and they, you know, how they lost lots of money on it. So even things that are quote unquote, something that's an asset that's going to give you money back, like there's no guarantee. So stop looking at <laughs> You know, if you start to feel guilty about your car payment, a credit card bill, a financing bill that you have for whatever, 
like, would it matter if that was a house? Would it matter if that was a car? Would those kind of things, like, or small business loans. People take out business loans, not even small, like, big businesses take out giant, giant loans and get help all the time for their business. And nobody says anything or looks at it wrong in that way. So uh, that's how I work through like feeling bad about car payments or student loans. That's another thing. Like that's not even a tangible thing. Obviously you can go to school. I know I don't use my, (laughs) my college degree. So I, you know, I could feel bad about having student loan debt but there's nothing wrong with it. It's just a decision to pay something off. And as time goes on, and if I decide to put more money to it, that's fine too. And if not, that's okay. So just kind of getting in that mindset that it's no different. Obviously, if you're wasting your money and you know you are, that's something to work through. But you know, if you're in a place where either you have to, maybe you have to put a car emergency on a credit card, or you have to, I don't know, put your kid's football gear on there on a credit card or buy a car and have a car payment. There's nothing wrong with it. And the people in the world that are making you feel shameful around money aren't the kind of people that I would personally take advice from. So I hope that helps. And I get it. I've been there. So I totally understand. Okay. This one I love. And this is one I get a lot. This is one of the questions. So it The gist of it is they seem to be able to manifest money pretty easily, but as soon as they do, then they lose it in one form or another. Either a bill comes up, something crazy happens, um, you know, they decide to spend it somewhere and then they're kind of like, why did I do that? Whatever it is, you know, any scenario. And this is where your energetic standards come in. And the same type of things that I have talked about in previous episodes with, um, boundaries with respect with what you're deciding to allow into your life is what (laughs) money works the same way it's no different than something intangible like how you'll receive respect in a relationship or you know uh set boundaries with somebody in your life it's the same with money in the sense that let's say your 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 boundary with money your minimum is $1,500 a month, like you can't see yourself making less than $1,500. And that can be, even if you think like, okay, I make $1,500 a month at my, my job. And even if like something happened to this job and I got fired, like I know I could go somewhere else and make $1,500. That's how you know something's a minimum when you're just like, it's absolutely absurd to think that I would make less than $1,500. And those limits can be you know, that minimum can be any kind of number, like 1500 could be terrifying for some people. And for others, that would be a lot like there are people that are like, I, and I've been there, like the um, paycheck to paycheck, like, well, as long as I can pay all my bills, and like, I'll probably skirt on in to the next payday with $23 in my bank account, like, that's my minimum, like, as long as I'm not overdrawing my, my, um, my account or like, for instance, I had a friend in college who her bank would just let you over withdraw and she was okay over withdrawing. I don't think at the time they charged fees, so it really wasn't a big deal, but she didn't care if she went negative. Like there are minimums and maximums in anything. And that's why a lot of people will make money and then end up 
losing it, having to pay a bill, something comes up, things get crazy, they decide to put it on a vacation, whatever, and then the money's gone and their savings account, for instance, is back to the exact same number. It's because you have a set energetic minimum. Maximums are ways that you can start to work and play with that. So maybe your your range is like just back to the um, first example. Maybe your first your minimum's fifteen hundred and your maximum's two thousand. Like maybe every once in a while something crazy happens. You're able to sell some clothes on Poshmark and a purse, and like you made two thousand that that month, whatever it is. But then the next month it's eighteen hundred, and the next month is. 16 or 15 the next month after that's 18 like it's in that range that's because you've set your standard and one of the resources I'm gonna recommend and you guys know I've talked about her a ton Amanda Francis's book rich as fuck has an entire chapter on um energetic minimums and maximums and it's really good but all you really need to do is decide in an increment that feels okay in your body to move up from a minimum. So in this case, 1500 minimum, like maybe 1700 is my minimum. Like, does that feel like, okay, I don't know, have to know how it's going to happen, but I know that like I can manifest an extra $200 a month in some way or form in a discount in my childcare that I don't have to pay. So like in my bank account is now 1700 or you get a raise or you get a part-time job or a side hustle takes off or you join a network marketing or you whatever it doesn't matter you figure out your maybe your student loan gets refinanced or your mortgage gets refinanced and the payment becomes lower whatever it is it can show up in every which way but do you think you can make that jump like I think most people would feel comfortable deciding to raise it 200 even if you can only do 50 start out with 50 and show yourself that it's possible and then once you go to that you can then play with the next number and you're allowed to choose any number to move up in that feels comfortable with you. So if 200 feels way, way too small, like maybe you're playing in, at $10,000 a month and you're like, well, I don't care about raising 200, raise it 5,000, like 10,000, whatever feels comfortable is totally aligned with you. It just has to feel right. Like it can't feel like a number that's like, oh, absolutely not. I, I have no idea how I would do that. It, it can't be that kind of number. So that's why you'll end up if you, if you're somebody, even if you make a little bit more money and you haven't adjusted your identity to be at an energetic standard that's higher, you'll end up with like a random tax bill to take you back down to your 1500 or a, you know, random high AC bill, or you'll forgot, you'll have forgotten that you owed somebody money and they'll come back around looking for it kind of deal, whatever it is. That's why those things happen is you haven't stepped into the identity of somebody who has a standard higher. All you need to do, like I said, take very small increments that feel comfortable. And if you're playing at bigger numbers, take bigger increments. But don't go from maybe like, oh, yeah, I make $10,000 a month to $100,000. It's totally possible. Like You can 110% do it. But do you believe that you can do it? Okay, the next one was about, it was kind of a long message, but the the general question was, how do I know if a story I'm telling myself is 
you know, hurting my, my beliefs or my ability to manifest money and like, how can I, you know, check that? Is it just, if it feels wrong in my body, you know, what do I do there? And honestly, the best way to know if something isn't serving you is one, is it have any form of an excuse or anything like that? Like, I can make lots of money, but not as much as her. Like that's obviously limiting that there's a button there. Or I, I know I can make a lot of money, but I'm not smart enough to make that kind of money or I'll make good money, just never billions of dollars or, you know, those kind of things is kind of where she was coming from because she is successful, but she kind of has hit her ceiling, um, was, was her situation. So those can be a little bit trickier than obviously like, oh yeah, people like me never make money. Like that's obviously something that's very limiting. You can hear it immediately and I'm sure that doesn't feel good. So number one, if there's any sort of excuse or AKA limiting story that you're telling yourself on why it's not possible for you, that's a limiting belief of any sort. And two, the other way (laughs) to find out if that, you know, is a limiting belief. And the one that I use the most often is, is it true for everybody? So in this case of, you know, I, I can't make lots of money because I come from X, Y, and Z, or I don't come from a family that makes money. So I'll never be super rich, or I don't have a smart enough idea to, to make the kind of money that I want, or I'm, you know, any of those kind of things, if it's not 100% true for everyone in the world, then it's not true. It's a limiting belief. There is, uh, what's her name? Susie Batiste is, um, Batiste, I think, is the woman that came up with Poopery, the essential oil spray that you spray in the toilet so that it doesn't smell after you go to the bathroom. And it's like, I want to say it's like $500 billion now. Like, it's a poop spray. And if you think that you don't have the kind of ideas that like can make lots of money, you're just not thinking big enough. You're smart enough. You're worthy enough. You deserve it. You just have to remove those kind of those beliefs to start excelling in it. And obviously it's taken her time to get to that level, but I'm just saying you are able to do anything you want. And if you have a reason or a belief that's telling you you're not, is it true for everyone? Is that set in stone somewhere? Is that ultimately 100% true? And newsflash, like even the beliefs that serve us are still technically limiting. We're still like, set, like I'm a millionaire. Like that's a super great, <laughs> great belief and one that I subscribe to. But obviously I could be walking around saying I'm a billionaire. Like that's millionaire limits me to millions of dollars versus billionaire. So even positive stories that we tell ourselves can still be limiting in some aspect. It's just the limit is a lot bigger, but the limit's still there. So I would say most of the time, the thoughts that we're telling ourselves can be very limiting if they're stopping us from going to the next level. So number one, again, if there's an excuse or some reason that you can't do it, that's a limiting belief. And number two, is it true for everyone? If it's not true for everyone, then it's not true, period. So that one was kind of a quick and easy one. And then the last one was um, 
I get questions all the time on favorite resources, on money, on things like that. And specifically for people who do not have the money to work with a coach, obviously, this is some of the stuff I go over and then I go over with my clients as well. So if you're looking for a coach, I'm definitely, um, you know, somebody that can talk to you through that and we can work on, on money if money specifically what you want to work on or career. But if you're not in a place yet to do that, some of the like resources that I love are either you can do free stuff like following people on Instagram or books. So they're very low cost options. So I obviously love Amanda Francis's book, Rich as Fuck. She has a podcast. They're kind of shorter podcasts, but she has a podcast. Um, she does, if you follow her, she'll do free, like, I don't know, I guess live streams or Facebook lives every, I don't know, couple of, maybe every six months, she'll do like a three-day extravaganza and you can watch her live streams and she gives away great information there. So follow her on Instagram definitely pick up the book. I have it in Kindle version and hardback. It's amazing. Um, Manifestation Babe. I took MBA Academy and loved it and definitely manifested a lot of money in that. That one is MBA Academy is more expensive. I think it's like $3,000. It wasn't when I took it. It's gone up, but um, that's really good. But she puts out tons and tons and tons of free stuff and has it everywhere. So check her out. Um, and she does free little like mini day series that she goes over stuff. Um, Emma Burgess on Instagram and Facebook, she has free stuff on her Facebook group. So I would join that. She's amazing. She does like, she went from like $9,000 one year to like making a million the next. So again, it's totally possible to do things. You just have to have that belief. And then um, a couple of other books. I don't know the authors. Happy Pocket Full of Money. I think it's by somebody named David. It's got like orange flowers on the cover. It's really good. It's all about the belief of money. Um, creating Money is a good one. And The Soul of Money, I think, is another one. Maybe it's by Lynn Twist. I could be wrong. <laughs> don't quote me on that. And then... Abraham Hicks is really, really good. There's companies that put out like her best of type channelings on, um, what's it called? Podcast. Just look up Abraham Hicks on wherever you listen to podcasts and you'll find those. And then lastly, um, if you're into human design and money, two accounts to follow that they offer a lot of free stuff as well is Align by Design with Amy Allchurch and Liz Coyles. And then Eden Carpenter on Instagram as well is really, really good for human design and they touch on money a lot. So those are some really good options. If you know you're in a space where it's time for you to step up and you're ready to expand. And that can be love, life, relationships, career, own business, whatever that is. I have space in my one-on-one -on -one coaching. It's three months and it's pure, pure magic. I love, love, love working with my one-on-one -on -one clients and having all of the good stuff that we have going on. I post my client wins, so definitely check those out. I <laughs> I say it that, but I always, I sometimes forget. But yesterday I posted a bunch, so there was that. Um, 
It's three months, weekly calls at your discretion, and then text and text message, audio messages. In between, it's $5,000. I have payment options too as well. So if you're ready for your next level, I'm here for you. Definitely reach out or you can sign up on my website and we can get you started immediately. So I think that wraps up the Money Mindset series. Maybe, I'm sure I'll do more episodes on money as the time comes, but they'll just be here and there. And if you guys have questions, if you need anything, my DMs are always open. And lastly, thank you, thank you, thank you for all of you who share and tag me on stories. That means the world to me. If you haven't already, please, please, it helps so much if you just go and leave a five-star review. It helps the podcast know to share it and recommend it to others, and I really appreciate it. But I hope the Money Mindset series brings you all the cash flow, and I can't wait to see what you manifest this next week. Love you guys. Thanks for joining us this week on the Cosmic Road Trip Podcast. If you liked this episode, we would love for you to leave us a five-star review and make sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode. After all, like energy attracts like energy, so keep the good vibes coming. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.